the business savvy singer. Hey there, and welcome to the business savvy singer podcast. I'm Dr. Greta Pope, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to vocalists and to those who love them. We interview singers who are working professionally to get a glimpse into their lives and celebrate their personal journey to success. Join us weekly to learn how to move your career forward. Get tips and recommendations to help you realize the career of your dreams. You're listening to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast, brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music. Also, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need. And Greta Pope Entertainment, for the finest in entertainment. Are you looking for a great gift for Mother's Day? Join me on May 13th in Chicago for my Perry Noir American Jazz in Paris concert. This concert celebrates the mid-century American singers and musicians that introduced the new style of jazz music to Paris and to the world. So many wonderful stories. Hear the music of Josephine Baker, Eartha Kitt, Nat King Cole, Lena Horne, Duke Ellington, Ella Fitzgerald, and so many others. Give the mothers in your life an experience that they'll remember for years to come. Join me for a glamorous evening of great music. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to www.gretapope.com. Welcome to Season 2 of the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. This season, not only will we be hearing from singers, we will also be hearing from professionals providing support services to singers. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. You know, sometimes even the most experienced singers can run into vocal difficulties, especially if they have a demanding schedule of daily singing on a concert tour or in a Broadway show, or maybe in other situations where the voice may not have an opportunity to fully recover between performances. This is where today's guest comes in. I am delighted to have Lori Sonnenberg of Sonnenberg Voice with me today. Lori works exclusively with voice and breathing disorders. She specializes in muscle tension, dysphonia-related disorders, recovery from voice injuries, professional voice care and support, post-operative voice recovery, and problematic technical voice issues for singers. She is a one-stop shop for anyone having vocal difficulties. Hi, Lori, welcome. Good morning, Greta. It's good to see you today. Uh, for it's our good listeners, to- thank you. We are, we are on Zoom and uh, I'm able to see Lori. She's able to see me. Uh, so it's it's very nice to see you. You look great in your beautiful mom shirt. Very nice. Oh, thank you. It's so nice to see you too. You thank too. You. It's uh, it's it's nice to see the sunshine this morning, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. Spring is definitely here. 
you know, it's it's beautiful. I've, I've been spending a lot of time in Florida. My husband and I are snowbirds. So we were down there for the winter. And we've just recently, just in the last week, come back to Chicago. And the weather really is very lovely here. So it's a yeah, it's we're a good we're place. we're getting there. I'm I'm a southerner. Are you? So I'll just say we're getting there. <laughs> no, no, where are you from, Lori? Where where are you from in the South? Uh, I'm originally from Louisiana. Oh wow. That's very cool. So you're you're accustomed to that warm weather. It must have been shocking to you to move to the Midwest. I am. I lived in the Northeast for a oh, few years. Yeah. Uh and it wasn't as cold there, but a lot more snow. Right. So I've had two different experiences with that. But yeah. yeah, I'm getting, I mean, I've been here for a long time, so yeah. I'm getting used to it. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, yes, spring is definitely here. And and before you know it, summer will be here too. So, and summer in the yes. city is fantastic. So we'll I know, I know. Yes. So let's dive right in. Okay. You received a vocal performance undergrad degree, and then you went on to get a master's degree in vocal performance and pedagogy. And for our listeners who might not know, vocal pedagogy is a study of the art and science of voice instruction. It is, yes. yes. And that was actually that degree at, uh, I did that degree at Penn State University. Okay. Uh, and and it was actually, this was in... 98, I think, when I started that program. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the really, the very few uh, degrees in vocal pedagogy. It was one of the very first ones that came about. Wow. Wow. That's fantastic. So then you went on to get another master's degree in speech pathology and communication scientists, uh, sciences. Uh, These are very impressive credentials. I was in school. I was in school for a really long time. Yeah, I know that feeling. (laughs) But you were studying something that was kind of um, cutting edge at that time, you know, preparing to really be able to help singers and help people in general with vocal issues. So tell us how you became interested in the area of voice work. Oh, well, that's that's a great uh, it's a great memory. You know, a lot of people that do what I do find their way to supporting singers and working with vocal injury because of their own vocal problems. Mm -hmm. It's a very common story that you hear, but that's not my story. I actually had a lot of friends around me during college, during my undergraduate, who were struggling with voice problems. Mm -hmm. And I took a class where we studied about vocal pathologies and the science behind the way the voice works. And I I was just so enamored with it. I mean, I was only 19 years old at the time, I think. Wow. And so those seeds of, of interest got planted really early. Mm-hmm. And I had to teach a, a class, like for a practicum mm-hmm. for that degree, uh, for that class. And and I I I was I just love teaching. I was only 19, wow. but I was like, wow, I'm really, this is, this might be my thing. I'm really into this. And, and I was a good singer. I was a good performer. I was very consistent and reliable. And I feel like I kind of, I probably had the instrument mm-hmm. to pursue that side of it, mm-hmm. but I just love the teaching. And, and so I started teaching voice lessons that early. Wow. Which is probably not real recommended, uh, but uh, but I did it, and and in and then but I was very laser focused on performing and teaching at at the collegiate level, mm-hmm. and that's really where I thought I was headed all that time. And 
it, it just never went away and it just kept coming back. And, and my first really, really strong interest was helping educate music educators, choral directors, people in the classroom. And that, I think some of my early lectures and, and sort of educational content was focused on vocal health for teachers. Oh, okay. If okay. I if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. and my professors allowed me to pursue that while I was doing all of my performance degrees. Wow, that's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah, and so then, you know, I remember, I, I could tell you a whole lot about that, but I actually went on and started a doctorate program, a DMA. Mm-hmm. And, and part, uh, about a year into that, it was just clear that yeah. it was not what needed to happen. Yeah. And So I went to the communication sciences disorders department there at that university Mm because I'd already been admitted as a doctoral student. Mm -hmm. And I found the graduate advisor who had some interest and knowledge in voice disorders. Oh. And I asked to meet her for coffee. (laughs) And, And we sat down and I started sort of telling her, like, I'm envisioning this this thing that I think I want to do this. I want to help singers recover from vocal injury and I don't know how to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, is there a place for me? What do I do? And she took an interest in me and said, yes, there's a place for you. Please come. And so she let me audit some classes wow. at the university. So I was already, you know, I was in my mid twenties at that point and and I just fell in love with it. I was like, this is, I, I'm doing this. I'm absolutely, so I abandoned the music department. <laughs> <laughs> and and and, and it's, it, I was lucky because it's so much more competitive now. But at yeah. that time, because I was already in the system at the university, it was just a super simple switch over to a different department. Yeah, that's great. And I just took off and it, I just, it was great. And because there weren't that many, you know, I was sort of a, a unique person in the program because I had this very, very specific thing that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they just let me create the experience. Yes. I mean, they said how, whatever you want this to look like, we'll make it happen for you. That is so wonderful. It was, you know, it was a relatively new concept. At that time, you know, and I'm sure they were delighted that you were so interested and and kind of paving the path for them, you know, to move forward uh, after you, you know. Right. Absolutely. And 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 the 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 job title that I was really seeking at that time was what we refer to as a singing voice specialist. Okay. uh, or an SVS, you might see that. And a singing voice specialist is a is a voice teacher who rehabilitates. Okay. And uh, and habilitates voices, uh, not in the medical sense. Yes. Yes. So, but but the the more I got into my interest, I was I realized I, I'm never going to be able to make this happen and be allowed inside the doors of the medical clinics. Yeah. Unless I get these credentials. That's right. So that that's kind of what helped me make that decision. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So, so tell us now specifically, what do you do? You know, someone comes to you with, you know, with some kind of an issue or, you know, how do they even know that they have an issue? Uh, Is it just discomfort or what? 
That's a great question. Uh, the majority of my caseload uh, comes from referrals from laryngologists. Okay. Okay. And so a laryngologist is, I always say it's the T part of the ENT. Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, right. So laryngologists tend to have more experience uh, and the right equipment and the skill set to diagnose singers, especially, you know, a singer wants to see someone like that to ask what's going on. Something's mm -hmm. changed about my voice. Mm -hmm. And so the majority of my, I'm very fortunate. I've been here in Chicago for a long time, building my reputation and my business. And uh, and so there is a particular clinic that I started my career with here. Uh, and they now have three full-time physicians in that operation. And then there are quite a few voice clinics in the Chicago land area. And, and I get business from all of those in some form or another. More importantly, because I've been helping singers for so long and, and, and doing good work and getting good results, you know, people talk. Yes, absolutely. And, and so, you know, my goal early on was if when I first moved to Chicago, I was so young and intimidated and, and <laughs> trying to break through and make, make a name for myself. And I had this, this, this goal. I said, I want, if, if a singer in Chicago of any genre, any kind of singer has a problem and they're having a conversation with someone about that, I want my name to come up in that room. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's <laughs> and fantastic. that was sort of the impetus for, wow. for all of it. And, and something that you and I have talked about before, which, which I think is so interesting, is that you know you you said singers in Chicago, but you also do virtual uh, consultations with people, and so now it's not just singers in Chicago; it's singers no, anywhere. It's not. I know, and I'm still getting used to that. But you, you know, you'd be surprised. A lot of people, be, especially because I specialize in muscle tension mm -hmm. disorders for mm -hmm. singers. Mm -hmm. Because, and just to be clear for our listening audience, I want to clarify what that means. Mm -hmm. uh, muscle tension dysphonia is a it's a term that we use to describe a problem with the use of the mechanism, not the mechanism itself. So meaning there's there's generally not anything organically or physically wrong with the vocal folds or the larynx. Uh -huh. There's no official pathology or injury, but it had there's something not going right with the way the voice is functioning for that singer. Yes. Yes. And and so but but it's a frustrating thing for them because they are being told by doctors there we don't see anything wrong. Right. Right. But then the singer says, but no, there's something wrong. It's not yeah. working the way it's supposed to. And and so because I specialize in that and getting results in that area, a lot of people have started finding me from all over the place because muscle tension, uh that that journey can be a really lengthy one for a singer. Yes. Yes. And they and they're they're looking for just the right person to help them get out of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I um I contacted you several months ago. Um I'm director of workshops for the Chicago chapter of Nats. And I contacted That's you great. to do a workshop for us and you did an absolutely fabulous workshop on uh jaw and tongue tension and all of that kind of thing and you had wonderful diagrams and 
wonderful explanations about what that was. And it was just so beneficial to so many of the teachers who were on that uh, that Zoom uh, workshop. Oh, I'm so glad. You know, I did. I heard some really great. uh, It kind of came to me down the line, but I was really pleased to hear how useful people were finding the techniques. And uh, and because of that, you know, the tongue is a, a, a really important part of usually it's an important focus in rehabilitating muscle tension problems. Yeah. Yeah. And in the singing voice, especially. Yes. Yes. And it doesn't matter what style of singing you're doing. You know, those things are issues for all singers in all genres. So that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, 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 and a newer, this is just sort of a, an observation here in the last few since COVID and mm-hmm. our pandemic and shutdown, uh, there's a lot, there seems to be a lot more uh, pain and discomfort coming in, mm-hmm. in those situations. And so I've, I've uh, a newer focus and, and something I'm sort of slowly bringing into my skill set and expertise is the use of manual therapy in work with the voice mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, doing more hands-on work with with singers. And so I've had to learn how to teach self-care uh, virtually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Which that's... is, you know, with laryngeal massage right. and, and, <laughs> and uh, I do something called trigger point uh, mm-hmm. therapy and release. And so that's been kind of a, a fun, interesting ride to figure out how to get people being successful with that from a distance, yeah. uh, but it's working. Oh, yeah. uh, and now I'm getting to start to move towards, towards in-person care for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. So now you also have clients who are not singers. So tell us about that. What would maybe a circumstance be that, that, you know, someone who is not a singer would, would want to avail themselves of your service? Right. Well, the the one that comes to mind first is, uh, you know, any kind of professional speaker. Uh, when we say per, we we use a term in our field that we call professional voice user, mm-hmm. and a professional voice user is basically anyone who uses their voice for their livelihood to make their living, mm-hmm. and that can be a teacher, uh, a, a mm-hmm. preacher, pastor, an attorney. Uh, someone in law enforcement, uh, perhaps that has to use their voice in a, in a particular way. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. You know, that's so interesting. It's that's something you wouldn't think about some of those, um, career categories that, you know, but, but you're right. I mean, they, they, Oh yeah. Yeah. When I first moved to Chicago and started practicing and helping people here, um, I had a lot of, um, uh, people who worked on the trade floor, Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. that and that was a whole new world to me, you know, because I, I did not grow up in an area where that was something that we even knew about really. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. auctioneers. I mean, mm-hmm. you just there's so many op, uh, so many examples of that. But when you think about voice disorders mm-hmm. and the people who seek care, uh you could think of things like uh neurological Voice, uh, neurological conditions like mm-hmm. Parkinson's disease mm-hmm. and and strokes uh, yes. that that might cause a change to that. I also see a lot of people with uh, perhaps they've had a a surgical procedure that had nothing to do with their voices, 
But through some circumstance and situation during surgery, there was nerve damage to the recurrent or superior laryngeal nerve that helped, you know, innervate our voices. And so uh, therapy comes in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. That's related to those things, you know, but, but even you'd be surprised a lot of people, you know, voice is so integral to our, our, our ability to just operate in the world for all of us. Mm -hmm. We, we have to be able to have conversations and communicate and, and when people lose the ability to do that Mm -hmm. in a comfortable way, in, in an effective way, uh, it, it, there's a lot of mental health, uh, challenges that come into that. And so people are, are very eager to get better. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. It's something we kind of take for granted using our voices, you know, as singers, we don't, but as people just speaking in our everyday lives, it's something that we really take for granted. That's exactly right. Uh, but you know, singers generally do seek care, sooner than non-singers and and I think that's because as as singers all genres all styles we need uh these really subtle nuances to do Mm -hmm. our job well as singers Mm -hmm. and we we have very high expectations of the instrument yes that is very true. That's very true. Right. And then also, you know, just from the the practical perspective of, you know, this is their livelihood, you know, for for singers. You know, this is how they make a living. So they want to really be sure that they're they're singing at their best. They do have. That's best. exactly right. And, and it is. It's a it's a uh, it's a heavy, heavy thing. And 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 I always am am celebrating you know, World Voice Day is in a couple of days. And mm-hmm. uh, the theme this year is is lift your voice. And mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're celebrating, I'm always celebrating when singers show up. I always say to someone in the very first visit when I'm assessing them and establishing rapport with them, I, I always make sure to say, and I, it's, it's a genuine comment, like, I'm really proud of you. Yeah for showing up, for being here. This takes a lot of courage to Mm -hmm. ask for help. Oh, yes, it does. Because the voice is such a personal thing. It's such a personal thing. It is. It takes a lot of bravery and courage and, and, and changing the way a voice works is a, you know, it's a, it's an investment. It's a, it's a, it's a financial investment. It's a time investment. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's also an investment in something Something in my work, I look at it as a we are we are making changes and laying foundations vocally that that are will serve you forever. Yes, I I make sure to say you know this you are going to be using what you're learning right now for the rest of your career. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. So it is. It's very empowering. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. So so tell us the date of World Voice Day, so everyone can celebrate. Uh, it is April 16th, April so that's 16th. in just two days. Yeah, on yes, Saturday. It's on, yeah, it's on Saturday this year, yeah. so uh, that's coming up, and all of my colleagues around the world are, you know, we're, we we get a little excited about it and yeah. want to make sure, and, and part of that is, uh, you know, just raising awareness for taking good care. Yes. 
of your voice, uh, being, being good to it. We have a different theme every year. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's usually about loving on it and being kind to it this year. It's lifting your voice, which I think is great after our pandemic. And, uh, it's just because we're all celebrating the return to stage work and live performances and that's wonderful. That's wonderful. It's it's moving. You know, it, it kind of is bringing tears to my eyes. The idea of lift 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 your voice, lift. You know, coming back to what we were before, and even better. You know, we have new right. skills now, new things going on. But being that's able exactly to, right. Yeah, being able. Well, to and for up. someone like me, you know, my role is a my role in the way that I support singers and help them is is such a special role. Mm-hmm. It's such a privileged mm-hmm. role uh, because I get to see that. I get to see the 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 change, the 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 growth, the evolution, the rebirth of 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 new voice, yes. of 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 better voice, because yes. we're always making it better. Yes. And and I get to to be a part of some really, really great life experiences with people it's such a it's such an honor and I mean I get kind of choked I'm getting kind of teary-eyed like thinking about that it is it is such an honor to be a part of that and I love getting to be the person to that that comes in and gets to change that perspective and and change that experience that's wonderful that's wonderful well I really admire the work that you're doing I admire your your preparation for it, your your level of education for it, your knowledge about it, just all of those things. It's so it's so impressive. So impressive, Lori. Oh, Greta, that's a very nice thing to say. You know, it's uh it, I feel uh I feel so much gratitude for uh you know how I mean my journey wasn't easy, but but I did have you know, you look back and I, I realize that all the right people and all the right places and, and opportunities just fell into place through that time period that helped me achieve that thing that I, that I saw, you know, because it, it, it didn't really exist then. Yeah. Yeah. It was the right (laughs) thing for you and the world needs you. We as singers and as people in general, need your skill set and we need you. So, so it's, oh, it's that's, a wonderful that's, that's thing. That's such a great thing. Yeah. 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 I appreciate that very much. Yeah. So do you have anything coming up or anything else you want to share with us before we uh, end our talk? Yeah. You know, I'm, uh, I'm really focused on, uh, we're, I'm in a social media sort of bubble right now. And I've hired someone who's helping me with all of that. that that's been sort of a, a, a later development, you know, the mm-hmm. practice, I built the practice first mm-hmm. and, and then now we're trying to, to do more, uh, yeah. getting more information out there and yeah. sharing that. So that's kind of a focus right now. I'm also, uh, I've been doing some mentorship. I, I am the mentoree. So I'm being trained and mentored by a, a physical therapist right now in the Chicago area and getting specialized training to uh, to up my skill set with the manual therapy piece. And so I have a really important in-person, hands-on training uh, experience that's coming up in May. I'm very excited about that. That's wonderful. And uh, and just conferences, you know, those yeah. the the Pava conference and uh I'm thinking of 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 being involved in the uh the 
the the conference, the independent uh, self-employed artist oh, yes. conference that you're a part of. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm just looking towards like what opportunities are out there to yes. start reconnecting. Yes. And, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. But, but other than that, you know, just my my practice is 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 full and steady, yeah. and uh, we're just always trying to find a way to to get the help that everybody needs for them. Yeah. Well, that is wonderful, Lori. I want to thank you for being with us today. This has been so interesting, and I'm sure enlightening for a lot of people. Um, I would like to tell our listeners that if you need vocal help, if anything hurts or anything feels weird or things have changed or whatever with your singing, um, be sure to reach out because you don't want to let it go on long enough where it really does then become a medical problem. You know, That's exactly right. Yeah. I think that that would be like the most important message is just, you know, I think it's important for singers to know that that help is out there. That's right. You just have to be willing to ask for it. Yeah, and you have to know how to ask for it and, and to whom to ask, where the help And who is. to ask, that's right, yeah. that's right. And so so we're, we're letting you know today about Lori, and if you're having any problems, um, reach out. We'll put her information in the show notes, and it will be very easy for you to, to reach out and connect with her and, and talk with her and uh, get yourself on the right track because it's so important. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for letting me share these things today, Greta. It, it's Lori. a pleasure. Uh, I love getting to to increase awareness about this and uh, and I love what I do. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you so much and wishing you much, much continued success. I appreciate that. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good news. We're partnering. The Business Savvy Singer podcast is delighted to be included in the NatsCast network. NatsCast is the official podcast network of the National Association of Teachers of Singing. It's an honor to be part of this community and have the opportunity to provide encouragement, education, and entertainment to singers everywhere. Are you looking for a great gift for Mother's Day? Join me on May 13th in Chicago for my Perry Noir American Jazz in Paris concert. This concert celebrates the mid-century American singers and musicians that introduced the new style of jazz music to Paris and to the world. So many wonderful stories. Hear the music of Josephine Baker, Eartha Kitt, Nat King Cole, Lena Horne, Duke Ellington, Ella Fitzgerald, and so many others. Give the mothers in your life an experience that they'll remember for years to come. Join me for a glamorous evening of great music. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to www.gretapope.com. Singers, have you ever wanted to improve your sight reading skills? Do you want to hear harmonies better and sing them more easily? Would you like to be able to improvise and sing more styles of music? Donovan Mixon's performance ear training can help you with all of these things. Donovan has been a faculty member at Berkeley College of Music and is an expert in this field. Doesn't matter where you live, classes are offered online. Visit donmixon.com. 
check out our show notes for more info. The Business Savvy Singer Podcast is brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, Eternal Wolf Music, and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at gretapope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. The Business Savvy Singer. Singer.